everyone's Hello. so happy with it. I'm like, Mah. hi, hi. Um, well, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome to Crime Cocktails and BS. Yay. We're back. We're back. Couldn't get rid of us that easily. Sorry. <laughs> um, as we say every episode, we are your hosts, Alex and Kaiza, back for more crimes, cocktails, and bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, we are clearly coming off of quite the episode last time with us just being completely yes. nuts. <laughs> yeah, we apologize. We were tired. But it was really fun. We had a great time recording it. So much fun. We always So much fun. fun. We do. We were just saying how much we love each other and putting <laughs> up with our each other's crazy. So but, cute. So cute. Um Speaking of super cute, can we see your cocktail? Can you tell us about it? Welcome to Kaisa's Cocktail Corner. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. So, okay, I'm really trying not to spill on my computer, but... <laughs> it's so cute! It's called the OC Brandy Bliss. It's basically a brandy old-fashioned. Um, it is made with brandy, uh, standard bitters, sugar, uh, maraschino cherries, orange, and Sprite. Ooh. And it's really cute. It is super cute. And another shout out to our wonderful mm. bartender, Dane, Dane a.k.a. Our... Kaisa's husband, for <laughs> putting that together for us. Yes, he loves doing it. So, Well, good thing he He's loves it because we're going to make him keep doing it. Yes, you're a <laughs> mixologist, Dane. Yes, our in-house mixologist. We love to hear it. Love uh, to drink yes. it. <laughs> Just kidding. No, um, you're not kidding because you do. Yes. I wish I didn't live so far away that I could I just like come over and Dane can well, make me one Well, we're going too. to plan a yes. recording together and just to hang out. But, yeah, yeah, we're trying to plan a trip where we can figure all that out. Possibly BravoCon? Yeah, we were talking BravoCon. I think it's sold out now, but oh well next it honestly kind of sounds insane right now too with like all these all this news that's Drama. coming out about like yeah. all these couples and whatever but be dramatic so dramatic but that's why we love it we do it is but but on a darker note on a darker note <laughs> um we do want to just put a little trigger warning um yes. this crime section we're talking about might trigger people um mm-hmm. it is about there's some sexual harassment there is violence um definitely mentions of rape so we just want to put that warning out there yeah we just want to make sure we appreciate you guys tuning in and listening but we obviously know that some things may trigger others and if you're listening around kids yeah so we just wanted to you know we're gonna start doing that just giving little tws at the beginning before we we dive in and so with that let's talk about gerard schaefer who's (laughs) also known as the killer cop the hangman and the butcher of blind creek so many nicknames for one crazy son of a bitch Creepy, creepy man. And by the way, that's putting it nicely. 
Wait, did he have glasses and a mustache? You know, I don't think so. Oh, wow. Wow. Not like Mr. BTK. I know. But he was born in Wisconsin. He was born in Wisconsin. Which? which... Jeff Dahmer, Ed Keen. So So me. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just kidding. Kaisa is our wonderful Wisconsin. Is it a Wisconsinite? Wisconsin night yeah it is yeah. Oh, yeah I love when I get it on the first try I'm a Madisonian oh fancy I like oh, it yes. but anyway yeah lots anyway. of murders from Wisconsin it's I I feel like you don't normally hear that but I feel like most of the murders happen in Florida which makes sense with this case too but like serial go. killers very yeah. much so Wisconsin I think it's the winter the long yeah. winters yeah, drives long people crazy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Schaefer anyway. from Wisconsin. From Wisconsin, raised in Atlanta and moved to Florida. Which is really interesting because his dad was just a traveling salesman. So interesting how, like, I feel like you normally hear about kids being moved around and relocating like that when it comes to, like, the military or other jobs but i guess this is also like the 60s and 70s so Mm -hmm. or i guess they finally settled in florida in fort lauderdale in 1960 so all this was happening in the 50s right so yeah this is a while back (laughs) just Um, a tad a little while back (laughs) speaking of his dad um Mm -hmm. his dad was an alcoholic and yes quote quote womanizer um he did not get along with his parents um yeah they apparently favored his sister over him so that's a little background um yes he admitted all that to his psychiatrist too um oh really? appointed yeah because he said he grew up in an abusive household with an alcoholic father um and that it was just like a very troubled and turbulent childhood for him based because of a lot of the relocating like he couldn't really settle and make friends that would be hard Um, as a kid yeah i mean yeah i can't imagine trying to like especially in like those molding years like Mm -hmm. having to move around so much and not like having a set group of people around you Mm -hmm. it's hard to develop with different personalities and stuff exactly he was very weird as a child he uh stole women's underwear Mm-hmm. um he fantasized about dying which apparently he talked about um mm-hmm. as a kid um he would tie himself to trees because it aroused him sexually yes so and that was he would, strange yeah he would then masturbate and self-harm oh really yes oh. and then it was around age 12 that he became obsessed with women and sex which that seems I, I mean to, yeah that's what i was gonna say it's like i feel like that's age is when pu- like puberty starts happening or you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all that um and then as a teenager his primary interest included collecting guns hunting and fishing which i guess well i guess at this time he wasn't in wisconsin anymore but no, he was killing animals in the everglades yeah. apparently yeah that you weren't supposed to kill yeah of course because why would i think it's do protected that? Too. Yeah, it's, yeah it's all conserved land um mm-hmm. And then he was known as a peeping Tom in his mid-teens and is known to have started cross-dressing during that time as well. 
and he's dated a girl at age 14 and role played like mm-hmm. rape fantasies and yeah. then she broke up with him because of that yeah so and i can't believe he was married creepy. twice Mm-hmm. His first marriage ended in 1970, and then his second marriage ended when he went to jail. In the first marriage, the woman said it was due to cruelty, whatever yes. that means. I mean, it could be the that could be stuff. a number of yeah. things. Yeah. Um, but why we're covering Schaefer is because he is known as um by the um Oh my god where's that quote sorry okay. um the retired fbi agent bill Hagerty was quoted saying if i had a list of the top five which would include all the serial killers i've interviewed throughout the country he would definitely be in the top five mm. and the prosecution attorney robert stone described schaefer as the most sexually deviant person i have ever seen he made ted bundy look like a boy scout yeah that's not great that's not good yeah, so um, Schaefer is believed to be responsible for the deaths of dozens of young women, along with the murders of two teens known as Susan Place and Georgia Jessup, with his first victim being in 1966 and his last in 1973. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he had a history of... This is nuts. So he tried to become a police officer around 1970-ish. Um, he did get the job despite failing his psychological test when he applied. That's which is interesting. I didn't insane. know that part. Insane. And then mm. he was fired because he used personal information about female traffic offenders to ask them out for dates. So he was like... <gasps> yeah. So he was fired for that. Then he got another law enforcement job. And became deputy sheriff, which mm-hmm. is insane. Like, how yeah. do you get another sheriff job? I guess it was back in the 70s. So who knows how the records worked? Yeah. And it showed that he never used him being a police officer to lure these women. So a lot of his victims were hitchhikers mm-hmm. and were also like older teens. So like 16, 17, 18. Um so he would lure them by just being like a normal guy. No, and... the first ones, he was a cop. Really? Yeah. The so... article I read said it didn't do that, but good. Okay, well, good. Well, we could good be, know. who knows? Who knows? Honestly, I think he must have used it at some point because it doesn't make any sense why these girls would feel that comfortable getting in the car with some random dude. I get hitchhiking was a big thing back then. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in our day and age of growing up. We were told, do not hitchhike. Don't do that. Don't get into someone else's car. Exactly. Um, But he does. So he did use it. I believe that 100%. So that, but he didn't actually get to murder them. So get to (laughs) what? Um, So he pulled off his first attempt as a police officer. So he Mm -hmm. actually pulled, picked up hitchhikers, told them it was illegal, which it wasn't in the state. Yeah. Um, and then drove them to a halfway house where they lived. Then he told them he would drive them to the beach the next day. And he picked them up and drove them to a swamp, tied them to a tree at gunpoint. And then he got a call on his police radio and had to leave. Mm-hmm. And they escaped and ran to the police station that he worked at. Yeah. 
and he was fired immediately and arrested for unlawful imprisonment and aggravated assault. So that's when he got one year sentence Mm -hmm. um, and he actually got out after six months and then he started murdering people. Yeah, I think his bail was only like fifteen thousand dollars. Which like is, is that a lot in the seventies? I don't know. Well, I don't know. So I was thinking about that too. I'm like, is that a lot or no? But yeah, because then um I mean that's so creepy. Yeah. So these two girls, Susan Place and Georgia Jessup, that he was convicted of murdering. Um it was September 27th, 1972. Um, Place's mother, Lucille, informed police that her daughter and Jessup had headed to the beach with the man she knew as Gary Shepard. Wait, is this the story you just told or is this a different one? No. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's the same it's thing. It's like one. beach. Um, oh, maybe. Just checking. Well, no, those girls escaped. These didn't. These two didn't, okay. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. We're just brain farts. Phrases. Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Lucille Place wrote down the license plate number of Schaefer's car, which okay. the police were able to then link back to Schaefer. Um, and the remains of these two girls were found about six months later on April 1st, 1973 in Martin County. They'd been reportedly, t- reportedly tied up to a tree and killed before being beheaded and dismembered. Oh. It's alleged that... Um, like other serial killers we've talked about or you've heard of, he, um, what's the word? He sexually messed with the bodies post-mortem. It's like, is that necrophilia? necrophilia? Yeah. 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 Um, and so they found the police found these bodies. However, they believe that there were others that were put in shallow graves spread across all of South Florida and possibly the rest of the country. So he was sent to two life imprisonment sentences in 1973 at his trial in, um, and he served at the Florida state prison. However, he was stabbed in his prison cell by another inmate and died in 1995. Mm-hmm. But there's been a lot of news since then. Crazy mm-hmm. enough post his death yep which you normally wouldn't think about but it happens because of what technology well i don't know if this was after the arrest it must have been before when they got a warrant Mm. for his mom's home oh yeah um they found graphic short stories that he wrote about each murder Mm -hmm. um allegedly and then 11 guns, 13 knives, and evidence connecting to 30 women, including jewelry, clothing, diaries, driver's licenses, passports, and teeth. Yeah, I was going to say they found um, one woman's teeth. Um, And there were, like you were saying, all these documents. um, There were documents belonging to these two Iowa teens, Colette Marie Goodenough, that's such a great last name sweet name yeah and barbara ann wilcox and their remains were found without their skulls in 1977 so similar to his behead yes um but yeah and um the skeletal remains of a teenage girl were found tied with wire to a tree in florida in 1974 
and was identified as one of Schaefer's victims 48 years later in 2022. Police announced that they identified the girl's remains as belonging to Susan Poole, a 15-year-old high school dropout whose family reported her missing just before Christmas in 1972. It's so sad. It's so sad. It's like one of these things that we've talked about stories like this where like DNA has helped connect murders for people now to realize Mm -hmm. like who like all these Jane Doe's and stuff. I mean, we talked about it with Gilgo a bit um and so it's great that this technology is now able to like help identify especially if there's 30 women out there that we don't know about or 30 teens it's even i mean like it doesn't matter what age but like how sad is that that like your child went missing or went was trying to get a ride to the beach or something and you never know what happened right and to know, like, if one of their possessions was found at this yeah. creepy murderer guy's mom's house, like, just, and their bodies still haven't been found. It's so scary. Yeah. And, like, I'm also wondering, like, how many murderers or, like, serial killers or, because I know there's always, there's sometimes such a connection between, like, the souvenirs as, like, their trophy for the win. Yeah, they usually have a trophy. Yeah. I wonder what the percentage is of like how many serial killers or you know murderers do that. I think it's really common. The trophy. It I must think that's be. one of the things they look for too. Yeah. Um, I just find so that creepy. so like creepy but fascinating at the same time because like I don't know about you but like I collect things. Mm-hmm. I mean, not from this kind of stuff but like yeah (laughs) like I have I'm a Disney adult I have so many Mickey Mouse ears I've had to get rid of a bunch but like those are things I've collected so like yeah I don't know it's just it's just really sad it's really creepy um it just shows how they don't really see them as human it's like yeah just another thing just another thing just another trophy did you know he him. befriended Ted Bundy and Otis Tool, um, two it. serial killers, in prison, and they discussed their like forensic de- techniques. Ew. Yeah. Oh, that is so creepy. I don't like that. I know it's so creepy, and he was able to like run a mail fraud business from prison. Oh. And he also got a bunch of his creepy murder stories published That's while productive. he was in prison. Like in little magazines so and fucked. stuff. Like who does that? Who him? I, mean, I guess murdered ones that clearly want the attention and want. I guess we read that Ugh. all the time, so I guess. I know, but it's like, Whatever. I've, I've never read like an autobiographical version. No, no. Like that is so not something I would want to read. That's so. It's so creepy. Yeah, I feel like we've said this so many times that we enjoy like the psychology behind it and like yeah. all the. I mean, like, I'm intrigued by all the details around yeah. it, which is pretty dark, but it it's traumatic to hear. Well, you're like, getting into the mind of like. I wouldn't want to glorify like his gross no. actions. You know, 
I mean, these we're not poor girls were tied up to trees and how he was tying him, which is why one of his nicknames was the hangman is he would use a hangman's noose to tie these girls up, mm. which is disgusting. And many of them are in their teenage years. Yeah. They're all like young, young, young poor girls people. or like little kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's so disgusting. It's awful. Ugh. Anyhow. But this is why we balance everything out with our pop culture reality TV because it's, it's the only way we escape. can it's the only way that we can handle this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is our version of this is our outlet. This is our drug of choice is reality television. <laughs> it's truly. It truly is. That's so funny. Wait. <laughs> Have you been following Dr. Deb's Burning Man posts? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so for those of you who Sorry, don't know who Dr. Deb is, Dr. Deb is Bronwyn of Real Housewives of Orange County's mother. Mm-hmm. She is like this huge Burning Man goer. She and has colorful braids that are dreads. just dreads, dreads braids, like with cloth in it, on. like wire, like flowers who knows she wears like bright sparkly blue eyeshadow she's fascinating she's a creature (laughs) but also like so completely intelligent beyond our wildest dreams like she's very woo woo but yes in a good way the burning man posts are just hilarious i just can't believe she survived i know i can't believe burning man flooded that bad i I mean it it looks really bad yeah I hope everyone's okay. People are abandoning all their stuff and just I mean, they can't get it out. I know. It's crazy. That's like the last place I would think something like that would happen. But then again, (sighs) I'm in I'm from New England. I don't know. That would be a nightmare. Yeah. But anyway, (laughs) Dr. Deb OC, Real Housewives of Orange County. We're gonna talk about it. There has been a whole new season and we haven't mentioned it once i've been loving it this season actually you know what i've been loving Hmm. all this side bullshit drama that's been coming out about it i know like the gina versus shannon situation and okay yeah we can dive into that if we want do we want to talk i want you you're driving this train okay (laughs) well okay so first of all we have tamra heather Gina, Shannon, Emily, Jen, who's new, and Taylor. And Tamara's back. And this Taylor is Tamara's first is season back. back. Yeah. And Taylor is the first housewife to multi-franchise. Yeah. Oh, she was yeah. originally Wait. on Beverly Hills, and now That's she's right. on Orange That's County. Right. For some reason, I thought she was originally on OC. But it's the, all yeah, California. Yeah. Basically the same thing. But yeah. uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Heather okay well maybe we go through the list Tamara you want to start with Tamara Tamara so I've always let's just say loved the entertainment Tamara brings but I think she's kind of an awful person you love hate her yeah I feel the same way because there she are times definitely is yeah. not a good person I mean it's just like going back and forth with her is there are times when I really enjoy her mm-hmm. like on girls trip at Dorinda's house yes I really liked her and I think that 
I think that is why her and Taylor were able to come back to the show. Yeah. Was because mm-hmm. of how well they did on Girls Trip. That makes sense. I don't like Tamara when she's around Vicky. Oof. And when nope. Tamara gets like her mean streak going, which yeah, is like she really does just back to thinking of like, like naked wasted or like yelling at Alexis Bellino, Jesus jugs, and like her eyes turn black and yeah, she like she, you can <laughs> see her change. Double. She becomes yeah. like a different person. Yeah. But I have to say, like, I have always and I've enjoyed her when she's being just her. She brings a lot to the show. Mm-hmm. She really does. She stirs things up. She's energetic. Like there's mm-hmm. she's really fun to watch and she's kind of funny sometimes. But yeah, she's she gets dark. Yeah. Sometimes. Agreed. <laughs> um Taylor, I love her. I know she's been I through know. so much and she's such she really a happy, has. sweet woman now and just she always has been, but did you see that clip of her outside? Yes, the paparazzi. I was dying. She's like, that video what? is so funny. She's like, She's and so you're cute. gonna see at this reunion. <laughs> like, Taylor, no, stop. That reminded she me of when she was so like funny. drunk in the suitcase in the closet. Oh, yeah. on Beverly Hills, and she was like, I just want to go home. I just love it with her giant lips and like. Yeah. But you really cracks me up. She really has come so far from being on Beverly Hills, being physically abused by her husband, who then committed suicide, who left her in so much debt. Yeah. Found him. Yes. And then so much debt and all this all this stuff she didn't know about. And she bounced back from that. She found love. She's married. Her daughter seems to be doing well. Like and now she's back on she's acting she is she wrote a book i think yeah she did write a book um which i haven't read but that would be interesting to read you last episode you were mentioning things we would have in our imaginary clubhouse yeah her book on our bookshelf her book (laughs) her book absolutely yes uh tamra's gym gear even though r.i.p I feel like we just need a tank top of cut fitness or a hat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, Wait, and Tamara's mom moved in with her. Oh my gosh. The thing about like the ball gag. Oh my God. hear that? Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, they're a lot. They have kinky sex. Yeah. Um, All in the same house. Really fun. That's a lot. That's I know. I can no. just see her mom like chain smoking cigarettes with a ball yeah. gag. <laughs> Very oh interesting. God. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Who's next um, on your list? Oh, Emily. I have always loved Emily. Me too. There were seasons where she was like a little boring, but I feel like I she's... love her. I do too. I really enjoy her. I think her relationship with Shane is <laughs> interesting i used to hate him but i, I did think too he's more endure- endearing now like i think it just took us some time to warm up to him i, I mean he, even how they got engaged yeah. is like cold and not very like it's not romantic he asked her on like the work message aren't they mormon they yes i think they're um, mormon so that yeah affects like certain things and their meanings and like traditional yeah. things but 
yeah, yeah. I don't know I'd love the comment this last episode where uh I can't remember who it was Gina I think said mm-hmm. Are you going to get a sidecar for sure? <laughs> and she was like, he's sidecar sized. <laughs> she did say that. Was dying. Oh my God. I do love he's her. so small compared to her. They're like, I know. So cute. I think and by so the way, funny. she looks incredible right now. Gorgeous. She, she's always been so beautiful. She's always been yeah, beautiful. She's, yeah. She's beautiful. Oh yes. Gina. Oh, Gina. I don't want to get, I don't want to. Do you want to save low. Gina and Shannon for yeah. last? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. So, who do, Heather. Heather. Um. Okay. Another one that I love to hate. Um, I adored her. I love her, but yeah. I know it's all performance. Everything she does is yeah. for TV and their. I mean, she figured out the formula and she's running with it. Like, it's did you really see what those it paparazzi is. photos that they were talking about? Oh my God, those are so bad. They're so staged. So they don't have. They're so bad. I don't, don't think Terry cheated on her, though. I don't either, but the, like. Oh my God, no, it's really bad. Yeah, those pictures are terrible. But, like. I died. I love her because she lives in such a different reality. It's like a dream world and she has no idea it's the one percent of the one percent of the one percent that's the world she lives in 55 million million, and she had that premonition that was going to sell for 60 have you listened to danny pellegrino's podcast before i have but i haven't listened to it lately and now i know i have to well he said what i was going to talk about basically because i was listening to it the other day (laughs) when they announced that they made the sale Mm -hmm. terry was like g6 and like yeah baby yeah just being real That's terry crazy. about it it was disgusting and um they just flaunt their wealth in such an annoying way but i also want to see it so i know well i just can't believe they sold that house after she was like i need to have that etched glass with the trees and my embryos as the eggs and the birds yeah. and all that and then yeah, I mean, okay, cool. And then they bought a two-bedroom apartment. Um, they are, yes. they live in their own world. That's the thing. It's like that's the only way I can. I love Heather for that reason. Of she lives in her own reality. Don Perignon, two thousand twelve wasn't or two thousand ten wasn't some gonna, year that we're not going to know is <laughs> apparently the best year ever. And the way she talks about things is like we should know about it. And yeah exactly because she so lives in her ridiculous. own reality yeah. it's like seriously she lives in her own reality that's the only way i can process her also but that scene with the where they made the sale it had to be staged all of it's like i watched with her. it yeah and she's part producer right isn't she like a producer role on the show too probably i don't know I yeah don't know. so i think she had a lot of say over that but it was yeah. funny re-watching it and knowing it was produced like by her and she they yeah. like walk off and then they're like, oh, we made the sale. And they're like, oh my gosh. It was yeah. so fake to me. So fake. <laughs> my favorite scene of all time of Heather, though, is at her name change party. Mm. And that girl bit off the bow of the cake. Oh my gosh. That was so long ago. I remember that. 
that Did is she probably, get mad? I can't remember. Yes, she got okay. so mad. She kicked the girl out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I will never forget. That she is probably, that is my one up. of my favorite. That and then also when her and Shannon are fighting and she tells Shannon to leave her house. That was a crazy scene. That was a crazy scene, but such a good one. And, um, what I also liked in this season when she got kind of drunk and it didn't seem yeah. like fake. She got kind of drunk on that boat and was like, I like when she lets loose a bit. Yeah. yeah. She like dropped a champagne glass and was like, yeah. <laughs> it was cute. Yeah. Um, it didn't seem like she was acting in that mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. It was like real Heather, maybe. Exactly. We got we finally got a glimpse after all this we time. Got a glimpse. Um, how do you feel about Jen? I always forget she exists. Yeah, I'm still figuring that one out. I feel like a lot of the time on other franchises, I can like warm up to one really fast or or don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, but her, I'm having a weird time with, I don't completely understand her relationship. I don't like her boyfriend. I don't like what he said. He's yucky. past episode or like when we're recording the past episode, which was him being like, I love you. I love your boobs or like something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, line when they were in like, the, like the bedroom and yeah when she's like i don't want to get married and i don't want to like put my kids through another divorce and he's like i love you i love your boobs Mm -hmm. he's gross and then he He was like gross yeah he's i just don't cheated on her and has cheated on like everyone he's been with he just seems like a yucky guy he seems grimy also sorry not sorry i don't trust any ryan so well personal makes sense yeah so this makes sense to me yeah he <laughs> yeah. just gives off really grimy energy. i mean i think we'll see if she comes back i feel like she's caused enough ripples i like her yeah, i think yeah. i liked her little like she has a zoo rescue in her house yeah. and i was like I that's my dream that. <laughs> yeah. yeah her little kittens yeah it's also cute but i don't know so i really cute. i don't like the relationship is just it bothers me but yeah I also don't judge her for yeah what she did like what for yeah, her ch- exactly. cheating or whatever. I think they took that way too seriously, like Tamara and everyone, mm-hmm. and it was like she was just putting it out there and being honest about it. And she's like, yeah, like yeah, the girl I learned a, break. a lesson. She's at least like, like telling you guys the truth and not, not hiding, hiding stuff. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure she knew like going on the show that stuff would come out about her, so it's better just to be honest. Right. And she was just like, I, I know it was bad and mm-hmm. I'm learning from it. So I, I didn't hate her for that. Yeah. Um there's only those two left. I feel like you can't talk about one without the other <laughs> at this point. First of all, Gina. Oh she has had quite the I don't arc. like how she, she talks. Has, I Okay, I can't. I am I know used to low. it. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not low. It's just I'm so used to it from where I'm from, and yeah. like, I mean, I don't have the but accent she, anymore. Like, There's so much to do. Between but... Valley Girl, like vocal yeah. fry to the extreme, and then this like wow, wow, wow. <laughs> like I can't even. Is that your version of the New Jersey accent? Yeah. 
But she doesn't really have a New Jersey accent. No, she doesn't. Midwestern or New York. Yeah. almost. It's, yeah, I know. Yeah, sometimes I don't like when she talks. I'm being very shallow right now, but that's just why like, we have a podcast. Um, yeah, but I have to say, like, I give her so much credit for going through everything she's been through and just putting it out there mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah, and... she's been through a lot, yeah. a lot, and, and she's props to her. Yeah. yeah, props to her on not feeling like she needs to get married in order to solidify her relationship. I like that about her. She's mm-hmm. like, I don't feel the, like I love my boyfriend. She's been through enough. With the... Yeah, she's like, I don't feel like I need to like get married to him in order for this to be like a real thing. And yeah. I like that. I appreciate I that. I do too. I appreciate that honesty. I do too. And then she, there's I don't know. Sometimes she's cute and yeah. Endearing. And then sometimes I'm like, I can't stand listening to you. Well, sometimes anyway. she'll go on and on about stuff, but that's also why I, I like her and Emily together because I feel like they balance each other out. They are really funny together. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I really like them together. They're both really down to earth. Yeah, and like humble mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was a, when they first came on. I was like, I don't know if this is gonna work, but they've really brought such like a humbling experience to the show. Hmm. Yeah um shannon where do we start only i like that rehab. she puts yeah i feel like sh- i like that she puts nine lemons in a bowl <laughs> i i mean granted she's been through a lot too she she's went through, through public cheating she's always been very strange she I do think all of this drama is due to a drinking problem. Yeah, I definitely think Honestly, she has an issue. And I think her boyfriend has a drinking problem. And they drink together yeah. too much. And they, it seems like that's what's going on. Also, mm-hmm. it came out, I don't know if you read the articles from, I think it was Heather and Tamara and a bunch mm-hmm. of other people. They said that Shannon had been like calling them drunk at night and talking about her boyfriend and how bad it was and all this stuff. Really? And then- would not remember doing it and then get mad that they were talking about it and then they were like very concerned about her and that's what a lot of this fight is about granted it's also not the first time she's drunkenly called them and stuff like i know i feel like this has been a issue she's had for a while and like she should stop drinking it's not good for her i also don't find it that weird that like I, i don't know maybe it's just me like she doesn't stay there because his son's there like that's a boundary you respect that like oh yeah whatever um but yeah i think there's a real issue there if she's doing all this and not remembering and using Mm -hmm. alcohol as a crutch Mm -hmm. and i think we've seen enough people in our personal lives and on television who do that like Mm -hmm. and she needs help and she does need help so that's something i don't want to like make fun of her for no. but she okay she makes me laugh really hard oh, sometimes yeah. like this that... one line today this last episode where she yeah. was like what do you have that's low fat oh my god yes <laughs> like, thank you like the garden salad and she's like i'll go with I'll the cheeseburger, the cheeseburger. <laughs> i died 
I have never identified with something so hard. I know. I've totally done that too. Like, Same. Where I'm like, I'm just going to get the cheeseburger. Thing. It's yeah. like that scene in Mean Girls where she's like, um, she wants to order something and then she just is, like, Regina George is just like, whatever, I'll just get the cheesy fries. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, because mm-hmm. that's, it's like girl math, but girl food math. It's like, girl, oh, okay, dinner. I tried. Um, her breaking the fourth wall a lot yeah. in this last episode was interesting. She like mm-hmm. has a lot of mental breakdowns in this season. franchise or season. Well, franchise, but <laughs> I feel like I she know. has like a There's good year different. and then a bad year and then a good year and then a bad year. Like it goes like every other. And I feel like she's just not health wise doing well. Yeah, I agree. I it looks like now post production. I guess they're do they have filmed the reunion now at this point Mm. um that she's moved out of her house taylor helped her move which is really nice go taylor um it looks like she's trying to like make some changes in her life so good for you shannon Mm -hmm. change is great embrace the change yeah um but this feud that's come out between her and gina is just like it's it was crazy f- because it's on film. Like we yeah. have everything documented. Exactly. And they're like, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I feel like that's everyone's last word. It's like, yeah. I didn't say that. And then it's they like flashed. cut to yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's so hysterical this fight. Like, but then at the same time, like Shannon, don't throw s- stones at glass houses. Like, don't go after Gina about like how she looked when she was going through all her stuff like and then the cps that um, part was not okay thing was not okay Mm-mm. Mm-mm. like you don't mess around with say that. it and i love how like tamara even was like i don't remember what was said and they flashed to her talking mm-hmm. about it at the yeah. party like two days ago yeah i don't know i don't know so i feel silly. like we need some I'm trying to think of a franchise that actually owns up to the things they say. Do you remember? Wait, do you remember Shannon, like early seasons, installing some kind of crazy air filter? The crystals all around the house. Yeah. She like had industrial air filter things that were like purifying and blessing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God, Dr. Moon. Nuts. He deserved his own credit. If I had the funds to do every woo-woo thing that, like... Well, there was actually an article that came out about couples and the amount of money they've spent to, like, change their homes to be, like, more holistically healing. hmm And, like, the lowest amount was 250k. I'm like, we want to just hand me that money so I can, like, get a house? Thanks. Can we just, yeah, pay off yeah. our debts? Please. I mean, that wouldn't um, even pay off part of a house. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't even know. Whatever. We're millennials. We can barely live What's at this life? point. What is life? Can barely buy eggs. But that's why we like to watch women who can do way more <laughs> and talk yes. about it. Yes. It's really fun yeah. to see the wealth and like the total world, dream world they're living in. And they have no idea. Between, yeah. Yeah actual life is do you remember my favorite thing about that is andy cohen asked i think it must have been season one reunion of beverly hills 
and he went around and he asked all the women to tell him how much they thought a gallon of milk was. Yes, I was going to say that. Yes. Oh, I can't remember what they said. They were like the only 32? one that was cl- Kyle was the only one who was close. She goes because I go grocery shopping, and everyone they were like, I don't know, like yeah, what ladies hit up a grocery store. I don't even just, care if you go to Erewhon. Just like please, just look at a look. website with grocery items and just see how much it is. Yeah. Because the people grocery shopping for you are clearly overcharging. (laughs) (laughs) Or they just have no idea. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, that's why we watch them, because they have no idea what's going on, actually. (laughs) But, like, some people do, which is nice. It's just so fun. Yeah, it's so fun. Oh, I love it. Anyway. I love it. I love it. Any wrecks? Anything good? Hmm. Hmm. I just binge watched the newsroom on HBO. I love that show. It's intense. I loved it. I couldn't stop watching it. It's really good. So good. Yeah. So yeah. good. I second that recommendation. Oh, thanks. I, I don't really know stuff. if I have. We're just deep in Welcome to Platteville still. Yes. And I don't know. <laughs> It's hard um, to keep up with all the housewives. I know. I oh, did... we're going to start Real Housewives what? of Salt Lake City. <gasps> yes, that's starting. I can't wait. So we'll definitely oh. be talking about that. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. And Mary's back. Like Mary's what? so Jen goes to jail funny. and Mary comes back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what's weird is I was re they had like it running all day. So I left it on for Bori when I went outside. When I left the apartment and, um, of course, of course. Um, and I forgot about Jen, the other Jen who was on season two. She was Asian. Her husband, Dewey wanted multiple wives. I totally forgot about her. I forgot about her too. Yeah. Oh my God. That was interesting. But that's when like Jen got arrested with that season. So. You got to watch like the whole SWAT team thing all over again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was intense. So intense. Poor um, kid. I cannot wait for that show to come back though. I cannot wait. <laughs> so excited. Um, another muse slash recommendation I have, mm-hmm. and this is totally off the rails, but um my sister is fostering <gasps> the cutest cat. Really? Um, its name is Bacon, and he's like, I think he's two. Stop it. Um, he's like the most playful little cat. Um, he has wonky back legs, but he moves around normally. And like, I don't know anyone in Minnesota who needs a cat. I, anyone need a cat? <laughs> I recommend checking out Bacon. Check and out Bacon. We'll link him in our Instagram. He's my muse right now. Mina Aww. sends me. I love that. We should do our muse of the week. <laughs> yes. Our muse Ooh, and our what's the opposite of a be? muse? We could do like our what is it called? Highlight and what, what like the rose and thorn. Yeah. yeah, rose and thorn. Well, my muse would definitely be Sophia Loren. I've been watching her like I'm Ooh. a I'm a huge fan of like old cinema. Like my yes. favorite movie of all time is All About Eve, um, which is from 1950, starring Betty Davis. Marilyn Monroe has like a very small 
part in it mm-hmm. uh, but I'm a huge Betty Davis fan and um yeah right now Sophia Loren is like my all Amazing. she's my be all end all yeah that's perfect for you I'm obs- thank you I'm obsessed with her what's so your thorn- what would your thorn my rose be? and my thorn um <laughs> My rose this week has been finally feeling like I've revived myself from the chaos yeah. of these past few weeks. Um, and my thorn is that it's coming to an end and I have to go <laughs> I put my life back crazy. That's okay. How about you? Holly's barking. Um, Holly. My, well, let's see. My rose is also this long weekend. I did so much i saw a few concerts um not just a few concerts sylvan esso yeah uh spoon and weezer yeah that was really fun sylvan esso was so good um so that was a lot of fun saw a lot of friends um and then uh thorn would be yeah i don't want to go back to work tomorrow (laughs) I don't, I don't want to be a normal person anymore. I don't want to have just, to work. No, I love anymore. doing fun stuff every day. I know. It makes me sad having to be a real person again, but so is life. Unless you start following us, subscribing, yeah, can giving you us just awesome like... reviews. <laughs> can you make us famous so that we can do this for a living? <laughs> we just want to make you guys laugh and cringe. Yeah, all within an hour. That's all we want. So please don't forget to subscribe. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Crime Cocktails and BS. We're always here for you. Leave us a comment. If you have anything you would like us to talk about or cover. Yeah, please. Write into us or message us and we'll bring it up. Yeah, please slide into our DMs. Mm -hmm. We're open to it. Let us know. We are. But yeah. And we need episode. some reviews. So yes, please review us. Them. We'd love a review. We love being able to read them out on our podcast. Um, make me cry again. That's always fun. That's our goal, guys. We're gonna make Alex cry. Yeah, it's everyone's goal, really. <laughs> Ask my vet. In a good bill. way. In a good yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. The vet anyway, um, yes. Well, thanks again, guys, for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of Crime, Cocktails, and BS. Bye. Bye.